Thank you for joining me on the You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I am Jackie Henderson, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor with a specialization in holistic and somatic practices. On this podcast, we have real talk about mental health issues, including trauma, depression, anxiety, personality disorders, and much, much more. I hope that you'll enjoy the show. Let's get started. This is You Are Not For Everyone, and I'm Jackie Henderson. Can you remember the days of middle school? Did you have a good experience? Some people loved middle school. They had a wonderful time. They had lots of fun with friends. They have good memories. But there's many people who did not love middle school. And I have to admit, I am one of them. I had a really hard time in middle school. I was bullied. I was treated poorly by the other students. It was really a hard time for me during those couple years. Even the teachers didn't handle the bullying properly that was done to me. It was hurtful, it was mean, it was horrible, and it really did leave scars that took years to get over and to heal. So what was your middle school time like? What did you think of it? Was it fun or was it painful? Do you still have wounds from middle school that run deep and make you feel still hurt and saddened by how people treated you and how you saw the world. This podcast is about healing that middle school part of you that was hurt, that was wounded, that was bullied, that didn't understand how the world worked yet and was trying to make sense of it with no direction, no guidance, no insight. When we are in middle school, we really are stuck between two worlds. We're stuck between being children from elementary school, we're just coming out of that age of playing, being silly, having fun, being goofy, and then we move into this middle school era where we're still stuck as children, but we also want to be cool. We want to listen to cooler music, we want to be with the popular kids, we want to be with the in crowd, we want to be more. And so the middle school person is really stuck between two worlds, childhood and adulthood, and we're trying to figure it out. And then oftentimes the children, the middle schoolers, these young adolescents are trying to figure out on their own because they don't want their parents to know what they're doing. They don't want their parents to know how they're feeling. They want to tough it out and figure it out for themselves because they're also moving into the age where they think they know more than the parents. And so they keep it to themselves. They try to figure it out with their friends or they internalize it and really try to figure out what's going on in this middle school world. It's so new, it's so different, it's so hard, it's so challenging. And with their age between 11 and 12, 13 years old, it's, they don't have the life experience, they don't have the wisdom, they don't have the insight. So they only can perceive the world from their limited knowledge and life experience. So we see the world in such a small way, but we think we know more than we do. We think we're older than we are. So we're stuck in this in-between place of middle school, and it's very difficult. I remember when I used to DJ, and yes, I did DJ. I wore a lot of hats in my life, as you many of you know. And when I DJed, I would DJ middle school dances and these kids would come in and they would 
on one moment ask me for Cotton Eye Joe and do these silly line dances, and then the next moment they would ask me for this sexy R&B song so they could dance nasty all up on each other. They were really torn between two ages. They're right in the middle, the tween years, and it's really challenging for them, and it's hard to watch, actually. It was hard to watch these kids because they really just seem so confused. And now that we're grown and we're listening to podcasts and we're trying to figure our lives out and we relive and reminisce about those middle school years, what were were your middle school years like? Were they happy? Were they sad? Were they frustrating? Were they adventurous? Were they filled with bullying and hurt? And I want to talk about how we viewed the world as middle schoolers and how we might not have healed, and how we're still carrying that middle school mentality in our adult life. So the biggest thing to talk about in this podcast is called egocentrism. Egocentrism is something that we possess in middle school because we really feel like the world revolves around us. We really feel like everything is all about us, and we worry about what the world thinks. So with egocentrism, there's two things that happen. One is we believe there's an imaginary audience. And two, we have this fable about ourselves, a personal fable that we've created in our minds. So let's talk about the imaginary audience. When we are egocentric as young people, the imaginary audience is the quote unquote they, What will they think? What will they think of me? Will they like me? Will I fit in with them? Am I part of the crowd? Am I shunned? Am I part of the in-group? We actually go into middle school thinking the whole school is looking at us. If we do something embarrassing, we think the whole world is watching us Everyone knows, everyone's judging, everyone's laughing. If we go into school wearing a certain outfit, Do people like it? What do they think of my outfit? It's really this very deep, obsessive thought of what does everyone think about me? Egocentrism is all about me, what people think about me. It's not what I believe about other people. It's not what I think about anybody else. It's all about me and what people think about me. And it puts us in a place where Nothing matters. We don't have any personal strength, confidence, any personal decision that this is my best self and I'm happy about who I am and I'm going to wear the clothes I love and the clothes I want to wear and if I do something embarrassing, who cares? We don't have that. Most people don't have that as middle schoolers. We truly believe that everybody else is watching us. Everybody else will judge us. Everyone else is laughing at us. Everyone else is keeping their eye on us. They all are watching me, me, me. And this makes us very stunted and it makes us paralyzed in trying new things and wearing different clothes. Middle schoolers tend to wear what everybody else is wearing because they want to fit in. They want to look like everybody else. They don't want to stand out. If they stand out, then Everyone will talk about them. Everyone will laugh at them. If they wear something different than what's trending, they are going to get laughed at, they believe, in their mind because there's this imaginary audience 
that's just watching you, judging you, and you really feel overwhelmed by that. And then there's your personal fable, this idea, the story in your head of what's going on in your life. Like you are the most important thing. You know everything that's going on in the world. You know better than your parents. You know so much. You know what you want to do to change the world. You know you can do it better than anybody else. So you put yourself in this fable of what you believe is true and you have heroes and you have villains there's bad people there's good people we create this story about ourselves we're the center of the story and we're also the center of this invisible audience egocentrism puts us at the center of everything so even though you feel insecure even though you feel a lack of confidence, even if you feel like you don't really know what you're doing, you still have this feeling like everybody's watching you, which is funny, right? So think about that. You don't have confidence, but you still think everyone's watching you. And what is that? It's just the state of mind of the age. It's trying to figure out where other people start and stop and where I start and stop. How am I different than these people? How am I the same as these people? I was little. I was an elementary school kid. I was just playing, having fun with toys. And now I'm in this world where I have to interact with people. There's boyfriends, there's girlfriends, there's middle school dances, there's sports, and it becomes more competitive. And there's people picking sides and teams and friend groups and cliques. Where do I fit in? Where do I belong? And it's this age is coming to terms with who you are as an individual. So the whole world in a middle schooler's mind revolves around the middle schooler. And I want you to think of your life then, and if this rings true to you, and you really felt that experience as a middle schooler where the whole world revolved around you and you just really were trying to figure your way out with a lack of confidence, insecurity, but you still felt like the world was watching you. Are you still living that way as an adult? Are you still worried about what they think? Are you still worried about what people are thinking about you? Do you still worry if you'll fit in? Do you still worry about the type of clothes you wear? You don't want to wear anything too flashy because people might laugh at you. If you wear something too trendy or too outlandish, you might not fit in with the group. Who are these people that you're worried about and why are you so worried about yourself? It's a wounding from middle school time. It's a wounding that happened where we just got stuck in a place of egocentrism. And it's still with us as adults. We're still worried about what they think. And it's time to let that go because who are they? Who are these people that you're worried about pleasing? These people that you're worried about judging you? I often talk to people about this idea of being shy, quote unquote shy as adults. I'm shy. I don't want to go to a class by myself. I don't want to go to an event by myself. I don't want to do this by myself because I'm shy. I don't want to speak in front of a group because I'm shy. But honestly, what does shy mean? Does it mean you're insecure? Does it mean you're worried about what people think? 
Or does it mean you still have that egocentrism where you're so worried about your imaginary audience that you're worried they're going to judge you? And wouldn't it be nice not to worry about that anymore? Shyness and this idea of being afraid to be in front of people or try new things because you're worried about what people think, you're giving those people a lot of power and saying they matter more than you do and then take it a step further. Who are they? Who are those people you're giving the power to? So let's use a dance class as an example because that's what I do as I teach dance classes, fitness and dance classes. And people are afraid to come into a dance class because they're afraid of what people think. Well, who are the people that they're worried about? They don't even know who's there yet. They haven't been yet. They don't know the vibe of the place, so they don't even know. So in their head, they're making up a personal fable of what's going to happen when they go into that class. They might be laughed at. They might be judged. They might not be good at it. They might not fit in. Well, those are things that kids in middle school worry about because it's trying to figure out who they are from going from little tiny kids into adolescence, into early adulthood. They're trying to figure out who they are. And so that awkward phase makes sense because they don't know who they are yet. They're trying to figure out who they are. They're trying different things. But as an adult, 30, 40, 50, 60 years old, have you figured it out yet? Are you afraid to go into something new because you're worried about people, what people think? Well, at this age, you must know what you're good at. You must know that you've never danced before. So if you're going into a dance class, you're going to be a beginner. And that's just knowing what's true. And you go into the dance class knowing that you might not be the best in the room your first time, but you really want to dance, so who fucking cares? Seriously, nobody cares. Go into the class and do you. This life is short, do you. So you need to take these risks. The thing that's stopping you is maybe when you were in middle school, you were bullied. Maybe in middle school, you were embarrassed by a teacher. Maybe in middle school, a coach passed you over and you just were wounded by that. And now you're afraid to take chances because 40 years ago, you were hurt when you were 11 or 12. I'm asking you to have this awareness. I'm asking you to figure out where along the way did you get wounded? Where along the way did people hurt your feelings? Where along the way did you feel less than and not good enough? And if you were 11, 12, 13 years old, and a lot of times people even younger than that, know that whoever did that to you was mean. Whoever did that to you was wrong. Whoever did that to you was a bully. Whoever did that to you was a teacher and a grown-up, a coach, who mismanage how to work with children. They didn't do a good job. And we want to stop being wounded by those people. They don't get to hurt you anymore. They don't get to stop you from trying new things. They don't get to stop you from taking a chance and taking a singing class, taking an art class, 
trying a sports team, going out for something different than you've ever done before. We have to heal the child. The child was wounded by a bully. The child was wounded by the world. The child wasn't supported. So let's do a little exercise. Think of yourself in middle school and think of a time when you were hurt or embarrassed or made fun of or felt less than or was criticized by a a peer, a friend, a teacher, a coach. Think of that time and see if you can recall a memory when you were hurt in middle school where you felt like the whole world was watching you, laughing at you, where you really felt embarrassed and wounded. So can you think of that time? I have one. I know exactly a time I can think of. So I'm thinking of that time now. And now I want you to imagine you at that age going through that. That little tiny 11-year-old, 12-year-old child that was experiencing that by themselves, in the world, coming out of elementary school, fun little cute stuff into this middle school world of cruelty. Now imagine yourself now as an adult and imagine yourself now as an adult entering that scene and you're seeing this little 11-year-old getting made fun of. You're seeing this 11-year-old being criticized by a teacher. You're seeing this 11-year-old being passed over and treated cruelly by a coach. You're seeing this 11-year-old being bullied by a peer group. What would you do? If you walked in as your adult self and you saw this little child being bullied, you would step in and you would tell those bullies to back off. You would tell that teacher to back off. What are you doing? What are you doing to this child? You're hurting this child. You're wounding this child. You would tell this coach to back off. You would tell these little bully kids, why are you being so mean? Back off. And you would protect the child. You would give the child what it needed, what it never had. And then you would take that child and remove it from the situation. So just picture that. Your adult self takes your little 11-year-old self away from this hurtful situation. And then you guys can go out and have ice cream, or you can go down to the beach, or you can go out for a walk, or you can go sit at the park. Go someplace safe. Go someplace relaxing, peaceful, joyful, because that's what the child deserved. The child deserved to be loved and seen and heard and protected. But middle school didn't provide that for us. Middle school was a cold world of fending for yourself, coming out of early childhood, into pre-adolescence and soon into adolescence and it was a tough time and our egocentrism which was typical of the age that made us feel like everyone was paying attention to our lives and that we had this story in our head that we were more important than anybody else that was part of the age and so that's why the wounding went deeper but you are not in middle school anymore You are now an adult, and that wounding you experience in middle school is over. It's done. And so I'm going to ask you right now to put your hand on your heart and the other hand on your belly and tell that middle schooler, I'm sorry you went through that. I'm sorry you went through that. I'm sorry you felt scared. I'm sorry you felt alone. 
I'm sorry you felt like this big group of people was laughing at you, hurting you, making fun of you. I'm sorry that you had this story in your head that the world was a cruel place. And feel that that hand on your heart, feel that hand on your belly. Tell that 11-year-old, I love you, you're safe now, and we are no longer in middle school. I'm a grown adult, I'm safe, I'm strong, I'm powerful, I can do whatever I want. I know if I go into something that I've never done before, I'll be a beginner, and it's okay to be a beginner. No one's going to laugh at me, they're going to encourage me. They're going to embrace me. They're going to guide me. They're going to teach me because now it's not about me. It's about learning something new and growing as a human. It's about being my best self. It's about trying new things. The story has shifted. There's no longer this imaginary audience that's judging you. The shyness has to fall away because the shyness separates you from doing the things you want to do. It's time to step into your confidence. It's time to step into your adulthood. It's time to love the middle schooler that needed love and attention and a warm hug and protection. And it's time to tell yourself that I'm a grown person. I'm a grown adult. I can try new things and I'll be safe. I may not be good at it, and that's okay. I may be walking into a room of strangers, but they're not all going to be looking at me because some of them might be new too. They're not paying attention to me. There's no imaginary audience anymore. There's no personal fable anymore. Those are all stories you made up in your head, and they don't exist. It's time for you to do what you want to do because this is your life, and no one else matters. It's time to do what you want to do because this is your life and no one else matters. Thank you for joining me on You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and that you will consider supporting the show in a few different ways. You can share it with friends, you can write a review, or you can quote unquote buy me a coffee. Go down to the episode description and click the link support the show and you can support us financially and just share it. Tell everyone you know, stay well, be healthy, and I'll see you next time.